0: Spoilers! Spoilers! Spoiler season, season with us. us! New cards, matey!
1: Very good, very good. Uh, welcome to uh, Spoiler Season Ixalon Episode 7. We're yeah. in week two here, coming on the, the last couple of spoilers. So, uh, I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. And uh, thanks to New England Comics for their support. Check them out on Facebook at NEC Coolidge. And uh, we're also supported by Flipside Gaming. You can uh, find them at flipsidegaming.com. And uh, here we go. So it's been uh, the weekend. We had one card spoiled over the weekend. Um,
0: Looking good for dinosaurs, though. To be honest, the art looks a little bit like a dragon.
1: It does look like a dragon, I think, a little bit. But I guess it's technically not. So uh, we are talking about a card that is being roughly translated as Sky Terror. Uh, and it's quite a menacing creature, Katie. It's a uh, 2-2 for a red-white, and it has flying and menace, and it is a dinosaur.
0: Yeah. Uh, seems good. Uh, I mean, first of all, great, 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 and limited. I
1: just think it doesn't have enough evasion.
0: Yeah, flying like, and this, menace. It's
1: too easy to block this creature. Mm-hmm. It's some, you know, we we need more things. We need intimidate. Uh, we need fear we need uh wait that actually makes it more blockable so let's not do that uh it needs it needs skulk skulk and no, shadow no.
0: this is this is great this is great first of all limited obviously great rate flying evasion double evasion totally play it um, i think there
1: yeah i think there's going to be games in limited where you play this on turn two (laughs) and And then like mostly you deal most of your damage with this card because it's so hard like you need a removal spell otherwise it's really hard to block this
0: and like your limited removal spells are probably like five mana so you're spending five mana to get rid of something uh,
1: there is some good we have like lightning strike we have good cards now yeah but I'm a big fan of this card. And if there's an aggressive, more aggressive Dinosaurs deck, then maybe they want that. Yeah, so that. I was going
0: to ask, do you think this slots into the Dinosaur deck with the three-drop Dinosaur that we talked about last time?
1: I'm skeptical because I think that, um, like, dinosaurs, whether you're playing the mid-range or the ramp, I think you want to use your two-drop slot for, for um, ramping. ramping. Yeah, for, like, a Mana Dork or the Dinosaur Cost Reductor. I guess Reducer. Was reducer, the, sure. Yeah.
0: So... I feel like though even in those shells, this could be like a sideboard card against what controls so your smaller what? <laughs> and have more yeah, creatures. Yes, so I'm against the
1: control deck, so I bring in my two mana 2-2 two, two that does nothing.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I don't have counterspells up on turn two.
1: No, I, I no no no. That's that's not something you do against control. I'd be thrilled if my opponent uh. brought that in against me. Um, yeah, but it's it's pretty aggressive. But uh, I just I if we had like a pirate like that. Like a black blue pirate with flying a menace, I'd be all about that. But yeah. uh, dinosaur, I think it's less likely. But in limited, it's it's really strong. Um, I think. It, I mean, I think it is a limited card. Like it was designed for limited to, to be pretty. It's good
0: gonna wreck right. in limited. Yeah, I think you it's say gonna be pretty, pretty strong. It's gonna wreck.
1: No, I think it's gonna be pretty strong. Okay. I wouldn't consider it like a bomb. Maybe my maybe my draft. I, I mean, I don't My think extensive it's a bomb. drafting I plan on doing in this <laughs> set and uh, sealed play, uh, maybe will will prove me wrong, but.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's not like one of the gods, right? It's certainly not that level of like... Well, no,
1: but it's, I mean, it's also an uncommon. Yeah. So we, don't, we have a little bit of a lower bar for that, yeah. uh, I suppose. Uh, so our next card is Legion's Landing. This is white for a legendary enchantment. When Legion's Landing enters the battlefield, create a 1-1 white vampire creature token with lifelink. When you attack with three or more creatures, transform Legion's Landing, and it transforms into Adanto the first fort This is a legendary land that taps for a white or you can pay white two and tap it to create a one one white vampire creature token with lifelinks this is similar to the old it's callback to uh sheldoran kaldor. i don't know how to say it Sheldorin outpost um is the the card that i'm thinking of so uh what do you think of this one
0: i'm not super impressed on the face of it um So I wouldn't play it for the front side. Like, one for... Sorry. In constructed, I'm talking about. One for a 1-1 lifelink vampire seems pretty bad. Uh, So you would have to want to flip it. Which it seems like in vampires are likely to be swinging with at least three. I I don't think vampires looks good. And I don't know that you want this in a deck that's not doing vampire synergies. But, um... I mean, the back side's nice. It's like if you have extra mana, you can always just throw down more creatures, and vampires really seem to want to go to wide. So that's, that seems good, but I just, I'm not sold on the front side or any of it.
1: <laughs> so I, like, I think I like the card more than you, um, because I think the front side is pretty, pretty nice. Um, because really? unlike a lot of the other legendary enchantments, you can play four of this in a deck. And that's fine because if he comes down, you still get the one when it enters the battlefield. Then you sacrifice one of them, um, and if there's a vampires deck, like you probably want this. Like it's a one mana for the little dork thing that then you know you hopefully you're gonna be able to flip. And if you're going wide with tokens, you can flip it. But like I I, I agree, it's it just feels kind of weak and underwhelming. Um, I can think that in uh, if like you are ever able to flip this against a control deck. You get that kind of like Westvale Abbey effect, oh, yeah. but without the life payment. So it's just like control decks are kind of have a really hard time beating this. Yeah,
0: in that case, it seems great because as usual, like like with Westvale Abbey, land is really hard to take care of, and it's not like you're casting a spell that they encounter, take out of your hand. It's just like this free ability on the board, and yeah. it's cheaper than Westvale. So I do like it for that, but
1: yeah, it just seems like the the front side is is weak right like it's a very weak card and the backside uh the ability is good but one thing that i I don't want to neglect is the fact that this is uh ramp in white for a single mana Um, so i don't want to ignore that because you could have three creatures and trigger this as early as turn three and then on turn four you get to play a five drop
0: well only on turn three if you have like a hasty creature on turn three
1: or if you have like a you play like a turn two Servo exhibition or something Um, or like something that makes more tokens yeah. Um, and then yeah and they don't have to connect or anything you just attack with three of them and then you're good Uh, so I I like that it ramps too I think that this one is so far like probably the ramp is the most relevant because or like it's going to happen the earliest is what I mean
0: yeah the other one's like
1: our later game ramp Effects like the green ones on four creatures, the blue ones on seven in your graveyard.
0: Yeah, so you probably have plenty of lands at that point. Like it's not getting you to play things earlier. Yeah, it's just sort of nice that it's another colored source.
1: So we'll have to see. Maybe there's a shell that this will be really good in. um It just it doesn't seem exciting. It seems kind of efficient but weak. Yeah, a weird a weird thing to say about a card, I guess. But
0: flavor wise, though, I like it. I think it's a win. (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs)
0: they land and they build the fort
1: yeah so what's uh what's our next green dinosaur we've got here
0: it's very specific um our next green dinosaur card yes is green four for snapping sail back
1: Ah, um i like its back
0: yeah it's got a sail there
1: i wonder if a pirate ever hops on thinking it's a pirate boat and then gets like eaten
0: no, I don't think so. It's too colorful. All the dinosaurs are very colorful. Very I don't great. think you can mistake them for boats. Yeah. Anyways, has flash and enrage.
1: That's crazy. It's so flashy.
0: Oh my gosh. When it's dealt damage, put a plus one plus one counter on it. They specify in parentheses. Yeah, a fun that little reminder text. It must survive the damage to get the counter.
1: Which is good because I think that. Um, like for newer players it's a very easy mistake to make if you like deal four to this and they're like ah but it gets plus one counter so it doesn't die yeah uh, i think that's a really easy mistake to make yeah um yeah what do you think
0: oh i love this unlimited ambush no. like block they don't even know it's coming and uh then you get to probably kill something and you have a five five
1: yeah i'm a big fan of the fact that this is an uncommon um this creates kind of like the you know, the game that we played in Constructed where you leave five mana untapped and then it means you have Avison or do you? Uh, and, like, a lot of green decks are going to be able to play that game where they pass with five mana up and you're like, uh, do they have that do dinosaur? They, have? And they probably do. And, like, oh, well, how, how do I attack to play around that? Maybe you don't even have it. Maybe you have a removal spell or maybe you have, like, you just want to activate you have a mana nothing. sink or something. Maybe you have literal nothing. <laughs> um, but, like... Like you said, right, this is just a great card to ambush something and then stick around as a 5-5. Five five.
0: Yeah. Totally.
1: Big fan of it. I'm I'm a big fan of our next card as well.
0: And it can grow. Sorry, just side note. Yeah. So, like, this sort of idea that you play it and it immediately, you know, kills something by surprise and becomes a 5-5 five five is great. But next turn, if they block with something, it could be a 6-6. Six six. Like, it can keep growing if you have ways to trigger and rage on your own dinosaurs. Like, this Yeah, is...
1: it has that kind of inevitability where, like, if... You're attacking with this they're gonna have to start jumping it's not die which means it's just gonna get bigger and bigger and bigger right um,
0: like it behooves them to I, kill it the first time they have a chance rather than chump yeah, right because i really want to see harder. if they
1: print like a pinger in red in the set mm. because that something
0: like a nettle drone sensor yeah something that like uh, just that taps to just ping one
1: it might it. yeah but yeah. like that because that would be crazy uh, in the... With lim- all the enraged, Yeah, with the enrage stuff. Yeah.
0: Some of the enrage is really powerful. Yeah.
1: So I'd be excited to see that. One. I
0: mean... Okay, so side question. In this dinosaur There's, the deck,
1: There's a dino. that ETB deals one to everything. Yeah.
0: So, so that counts. That's
1: pretty sweet. But that's a... Is that a uncommon or rare? I'm
0: not sure. I don't remember, but... Um, in the dino ramp deck constructed would you play ballista well
1: i don't think the ramp deck cares about much as much about enrage i think the mid-range hmm. dinosaur deck cares a little more about enrage and then you might be playing ballista because Ballista's ob- like the most obvious way to like synergize Tindrate. with this yeah true this stuff is crazy um but i think too like hotly right yeah can deal one to a lot of stuff um uh, Samut can deal you know, forked bolt.
0: What? what does Samut do?
1: Right, right? She, uh, it's red-green, <laughs> red-green two for like three loyalty and you can like minus one or minus two and you get to deal one, two damage divided what? as you I choose should... and like, any number of creatures or players. <laughs> just a forked bolt. Uh, uh, and then plus right. one, you can give something double strike. And Wow,
0: yeah, I remember. That's a terrible card.
1: Oh, yeah. And they saw some play in standard. No, it did It did. And, um, You're kidding. No, in the oh what was it i saw like there was one or two mtgo lists that ran a one of samut some... oh it was like the uh like red green aggro lists like red green energy aggro uh ran ran a little bit of samut in okay. there yeah for, for the double strike, double strike right double strike the glory bringer and like oh. it's not bad
0: are there better ways to get double strike
1: probably i'm not saying it's correct but like <laughs> it <saw laughs> but, some but it's something play. that
0: some people did yes okay
1: so uh, our next card is something i think is really cool it's spell swindle. This is blue blue three instant counter target spell. Create X colorless treasure artifact tokens, where X is that spell's converted mana cost. They have tap, sacrifice artifact, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. Um, so this is a riff on a callback to mana drain. They're doing so many like
0: you know, yeah. callback
1: to the old really powerful cards in the set. Spell swindle. Um, so mana drain did something very similar. It was blue blue instant. It countered a spell, and then you got to add mana. Uh, To your mana pool, your next upkeep equal to its current mana cost. So, yeah, because
0: countering a spell for blue blue wasn't good enough. No, it
1: was you know way too weak. Counterspell was way too underpowered. So mana drain was a you know we finally got a reasonable counter spell. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And spell swindle is the text box text box is better, um, but it's five mana instead of two. Right, right. Right. So uh, I do really like this for a couple of reasons. One, you get to counter something. Uh, and then after it's been countered, you still have mana to counter another spell. Um, I like that it produces, hopefully, a decent chunk of treasure, which means you might be able to then like, win with that alternate win condition that cares about how many treasures you have, or with metallurgic summonings. In, uh, uh, not metallurgic summonings, sorry. Uh, me- M- uh, mechanized production yeah. on a treasure or something. So I, I like the ability to just kind of mass-produce these artifacts. Uh, and uh, for three, because even if you don't want to counter something the same turn it allows you the next turn you can like tap out for a threat and still have mana up to hold up a counterspell or removal spell or even like play Scarab God and then have four mana up to bring something back because they make any color. The The fact that this is fixing as well and like yeah. any color, right? I think is, is pretty relevant.
0: I think so too. And I, I think it's something that people will probably forget at first. You might see your opponent tapped out and like maybe notice the treasure or not and sort of like, you know, artifacts look colorless right they're like mm. gray but these are these are mana fixers so yeah have they to can have sure. a you know double blue man like counter spells or yeah um
1: you need to be like used to the idea that like they have a bunch of lotus petals and right. get ready for that
0: so pretty cool
1: yep um yeah so swap so bell swindle i think uh could see play uh, as like a one to two of in a control deck um it is expensive so like you don't want to overdo it but we saw c- uh confirmed suspicions which was uh five mana make three clues and counter spell uh, saw play is a one of in a couple of control decks, uh, so I expect spellswind will fill a, a kind of similar role.
0: Our next card is Dowsing Dagger.
1: Dowsing. This is like if you heard of like dowsing rods. No. It's like this uh fake thing where people go around with like these two metal sticks, and they're like, yes, I can use dowsing to find the location of like water under the ground or i can find like where there are spirits in this house and things like that and uh some people think uh dowsing is legit definitely not no scientific evidence to back it but nonetheless that's uh dowsing 101 okay the rods are supposed to like move around and point to like where things
0: are things are okay all right so now we have a dowsing dagger yes
1: that will stab people and find you some treasure
0: yeah hopefully it it's a two mana equipment artifact and when it enters the battlefield, target opponent creates a two. Sorry, not a creates two zero two green plant creature tokens with defender, mm-hmm. and the equipment it, creature equipped creature gets plus two plus one. And when equipped creature deals combat damage to a player, you may transform it. Sorry, not the creature, the dagger, um, and it transforms into Lost Veil which is a land that you can tap to add three mana of any color to your mana pool. Hmm. Uh, The dagger costs two to equip. So two to play, two to equip, um, three mana if you flip it.
1: Uh, The backside is sweet. This is just like a Lotus Veil that you don't have to sack for. I like that the letters are similar. It sounds very similar, Lost Veil and Lotus Veil. I think that it's really awkward, though, because the deck that wants the front side... Like, this is making two defenders, right? So the deck that wants it the front side is like... Something with evasive creatures, evasive cheap creatures, and if you have a deck with evasive cre- creatures, then why do you want a ramp land? Yeah. It just feels like that, like the two sides are asking for different decks, so I think that's a little, a little odd. I don't really expect us to see a ton of play yeah. because of that. Looks like I just don't know where you put this, and maybe someone will prove me wrong, and it'll be incredible. But
0: yeah, I'll, I'll be really curious. But it just feels like creating two defender. I know they're defenders, but like creating two creatures for your opponent to block with feels like a pretty big downside if you're really trying to get through and flip this. Like yeah, that's a real that's a real block. Yeah, you know? <laughs> unless you have that uh, two two flying menace dragon. Yeah,
1: which is why I'm just, like you want something that's not only cheap but evasive, like Slither right. Blade or something. But if you have Slither Blade and one and two mana flyers, then why do you need a ramp land
0: because it's already like two to play and then two to equip so either you do it over the course of two turns or you don't play it until turn four yeah i don't know i
1: not a fan yeah not a fan of I this mean, one
0: three mana is powerful but it, yeah
1: yeah last card of the night is trove of temptation Ooh. Ooh. we'll see if uh this will tempt you into playing in constructed this is Red I already 3. I play
0: Constructed. Oh, other people? Yeah, viewers, play Constructed. It's the no, best. No, I said
1: if this will tempt you into playing it in Constructed. Oh, playing itself. You're just playing Constructed. Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: Well, you should play Constructed anyway.
1: Obviously. So this is Red 3 Enchantment. Each opponent must attack you or a Planeswalker you control with at least one creature each combat if able. At the beginning of your end step, create a colorless treasure artifact token. With tap, Sack this artifact, add one mana of any color to your mana pool. What do you think
0: weird uh so unlimited i sort of i feel like this could be hit or miss but there are certainly situations where if the board starts getting cloggy or if it's just very even it's not clear who's ahead that's the kind of place where combat is really risky and usually like neither player really has good attacks until something comes to break the mirror so this is like an interesting card that forces your opponent to attack even if they don't have good attacks so that's kind of interesting to me but in the case that you're behind they're already attacking and the case that you're ahead i mean sure yeah,
1: that's the thing i want to point out is i think a lot of people are looking at this card and looking at the top phrase and seeing it as a downside but it's a pure upside because if your opponent has good attacks they're going to attack <laughs> not- you anyways right if your opponent has bad attacks then this card is great because it's forcing them into their bad attacks yeah so the the first clause i think is actually what makes this more playable um, because it's forcing your opponent into, like, hopefully some poor gameplay patterns. Right. Um, and the second one, it's weird because it's, like, it kind of pulls me back to Frontier Siege, which was what the was beginning that? of, like, your main, fa- your pre combat main phase, add GG to your mana pool. Oh. And then that saw a tiny bit of play. And then it's also similar as to From Beyond, which is green three at the beginning of your upkeep, put a 1-1 scion into play. Uh, and, like... Frontier Siege saw a little bit of play, like a little bit. Uh, From Beyond saw no play. Mm. So this card, just like there's better ways to ramp more quickly than this card. Um, Yeah. But I'm a fan of a top clause. Um, So it remains to be seen, I think, whether like the top clause merits, uh, the top and bottom together like merit taking turn four to not do anything. Yeah. Because that's what seems sketchy. It's like this doesn't
0: well well wait turn four did not do anything but then you have a mana up so if you're in red black you could have a fatal push up that's about it
1: yeah
0: (laughs) but i mean you do still have that um that one mana so it's taking turn four and keeping a mana up or play it on turn five and you have
1: really you're gonna want to make sure you can use the top the attack laws because if you if like you can't use the attack clause. I don't think the payoff is anywhere high enough to yeah. to play it.
0: Do you think this is... I mean, we haven't built it yet, obviously, but like, do you think this is worthwhile in dinosaurs? Because that's where I see combat being like really favorable because most of the dinosaurs are bigger Big. than the other tribes, so you would expect their attacks to be unfavorable until they go wide or get evasion or and it something. it helps
1: you to trigger enrage as well. Um, I think that
0: how does it help you to trigger oh because they they have to to attack you okay
1: when they don't have good attacks but i think that this is more of a limited card um i I think in constructed i'd rather play a dinosaur on turn four than play a enchantment that doesn't
0: (laughs) that sort of helps you ramp into bigger dinosaurs
1: yeah i think that because i just think there's better ramp cards and like the attack clause isn't good enough to merit playing this in dinos Mm. so it's kind of a weird card so like it'll be fun to see if it sees a play i'm not overly optimistic but i do think in limited um this is worth playing because it will screw up combat uh and that is especially if you are in dinosaurs i think (laughs) it's awesome yeah like it's so i think it's it's pretty strong yeah Um, because like like you said there's often times when people don't want to be attacking in limited until something you know they have their big top deck and this card just turns that on its head yeah it's gonna put you ahead
0: cool so that's all of our cards for the night
1: Wow, that was, yeah, not not too many spoilers. To yeah. Say. It was only like six, right? Cool. So uh, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow with the next batch of spoilers. Uh, thanks again to uh, Flipside Gaming. Check them out at flipsidegaming.com. And New England Comics, you can find them on Facebook at NEC Coolidge. I'm Ryan.
0: I'm Katie. And this is Spoiler Season. Spoiler season.